This is episode 513 of the Eventing Radio Show, brought to you by the Eventing Riders Association of North America. You can learn more about the Eventing Riders Association of North America at eraofna.com. We would like to thank our title sponsor, Bit of Britain. Find everything you need for eventing at bitofbritain.com. This week on the show, organizer and owner of the a magnificent estate that we are, it's Barbara Deliderkirka. We're also then joined by Sarah Cohen over from Great Britain. I'm Liz Halliday Sharp coming to you this week from the fabulous Arville Eventing Centre in Belgium. And I'm Paul Tapner. I'm also sat right next to Liz <laughs> coming to you from Belgium at Concours Complete de Arville Event Rider Masters Leg 3 2018. Did you get all of that? So, Liz, normally we are on opposite ends of the world talking to each other and talking to guests all around the world. But this week we decided that we would be 100% local, sat right next to each other the whole time and interviewing people in the flesh. And uh, it's probably going to be a new experience for us doing it like that instead of sitting in there's some random uh, com- darkened computer room uh, talking to each other. Yeah, that didn't sound right, did it? <laughs> <laughs> Well, go on. All all things aside, this is where it gets real, everybody. Like you're hearing all the background noise. We've got the the Belgian Pony Championships going on just behind us. We're currently sort of hiding out in the the ERM studio, trying to get some quiet out here this evening. But, uh, you know, come on. It's got to be real sometimes. A lot better than just listening to us gab on about things on Skype. This is real (laughs) eventing. The real eventing eventing show. (laughs) (laughs) Indeed, it is. They're Friday evening, the eve before the start of the Masters, the start of the three stars. So they're going to be dressaging tomorrow. We've had a day of dressage today. They've been doing one-star dressage and two-star dressage. And uh, there's a lot of riders here that have brought a lot of horses, not just for the top Masters class, but, of course, they've brought one-stars and two-stars and and truckloads. I I think the price, team price, who are absolutely on fire at the moment, they brought eight horses or something ridiculous. Um, uh, How about yourself, Liz? How many horses have you brought? I brought four, actually, which is, is feeling very keen at the moment because I've got two one-star horses, one doing his first one-star, which is exciting, nice six-year-old. Um, I have a two-star horse and then, of course, um, Fernhill by Night for the Event Rider Masters. So sort of keeping myself very, very busy walking three courses and riding horses, and I feel like I never stop riding back and forth from this main arena, which is a very long way away from the Lorry Park. Um, but it's a pleasure to be here. I've not been here before. Um, it's a great event, and... I think everybody has obviously put a lot of effort into making this a real spectacle. So um, I love going to new European events. So here we are. Indeed, here we are. It is a new European event for many riders here. Um, the Masters attracting them here to this beautiful venue. And uh, they, we have a, a beautiful main arena, which has got an amazing vista out through the valley. Uh, so very uh, natural uh, amphitheater there. And uh, up on the hill, which we're sat on at the moment, a uh, nice big um, bar and uh, socializing area overlooking the, the dressage in the main arena, which will also house the show jumping. So it's nice to be on a surface. But like you say, there, one disadvantage is there is an awful long walk from the, the lorry park and the stables up to this beautiful uh, arena, which we're, we're currently sat at. So um, some, some disadvantages, but then the, the cross country looks uh, pretty good, you know, nice and undulating, not too flat, not too much like a bike track, like, you know, perhaps Wiesbaden is or a go-kart track. Um, so it's, it's a beautiful venue uh, to bring all the horses. And how's your, how's your show going so far, Liz? Have you, you winning all of the dressages? 
I'm not actually. And I was a little bit grumpy yesterday. I'm not going to lie. I sort of uh, had had my own personal disagreements with some of the judges. But today, um, my six-year-old managed to go into sixth place and the one star out of 80-something people. So that's good. That's cheered me up a little bit, Paul. So... Um, as you know, I don't I don't like to be too far down there after dressage, but my horses have all been good. I'm I'm happy with them, and I'm looking forward to getting in there with uh, Big Blackie tomorrow. Well, of course, we are, we are certainly looking forward to watching on the the Eventing Rider Masters uh, live stream. But uh, of course, Janelle Price, fresh off a win at four star level. Now, a win at four star level is major for anybody in their career, but not only is it a, a win at four star. It's her second one in a row. How impressive is that? And she's here competing. So um, I think she's also did a little bit of celebrating perhaps last night or the night before. Too <laughs> <laughs> right. But what do you think about her Lemillion performance, Liz? So, yeah, Janelle Price, my goodness, she was absolutely incredible at the Moulin. Um, to, to win two four-stars in a row on two different horses, both mares, both horses she's worked very hard on, is just incredible. And I watched her show jumping around, and it was truly masterful. I mean, it was a seriously tough track i have to say tough to make the time tough to jump clear under all that pressure on a horse that you know it hasn't been known for jumping clear all the time but the mare jumped her guts out and janelle rode beautifully so do you know what she deserves what she's gotten i have to say i mean she absolutely deserves this it, and you it, it's actually interesting you hearing you talk about the show jumping and, and being impressed by that particular phase with uh Lemoulin because that pretty much was what clinched it for her at badminton as well was her show jumping and that horse at badminton is is you know janelle would even say it's got a bad show jumping record you know it's not known to be jumping clear so you know pretty amazing turnaround in form there and obviously uh, leaving those colored poles up has been hugely influential on janelle's ability to win those two four stars straight one after the other so she is on fire and we are very, you know, we, we interviewed her for the Masters in the preview and the um, pre-season pre and she was saying that she's a lot keener and a lot hungrier now that she's had a year off with the baby and she's really wanting to get out there and uh, experience uh, and, and really dedicated and normally in the winter months in the UK, as we know, it's pretty dull and dreary and you don't really want to do too much work, but she said this yeah, well, it really has showed, hasn't it? I mean, what an incredible performance. And um, she's, of course, here this weekend with Cloud Dancer. She didn't have the best weekend at Wiesbaden with this horse, but we know it is capable of a very good performance. It's a previous winner of the Blenheim Young Horse CIC three-star. So, well, I mean, I think there's there's a really hot field here this weekend. I'm feeling a bit of the pressure. It is a very hot field here in the Masters. And uh, She's not the only rider that's on form. You know, Mickey Young, you can't discount him. He's always on form. Doesn't matter where, where it is, what it is, he's always going to win it, isn't he? Um, so, and so many of the riders that we have here now have proven that they have the ability to win a Masters leg. So it will be extremely entertaining to watch. And uh, we will uh, encourage our listeners to watch it after this message from Bit of Britain. I'm Jenny Brannigan and I'm here to introduce to you Nunfiner's American Style Cross Country Boots. When you are running a cross country course, it's important that your horse's legs are protected from concussion, whether it be from wrapping them on jumps or hitting themselves with their own hooves. These cross country boots are the best quality you can buy. John Nunn is dedicated to using the best material he can and he has updated the exterior to a 6080 denier nylon for extra durability. The American Style Cross Country Boots are foam filled with wide, large, single touch closure straps. 
The front boots are fitted with a shatterproof tendon guard, and the hind boots have a cannon bone guard for superior protection against concussion. Getting boot rubs can be oftentimes a dream-shattering thing to have happen if it happens to you at an FEI event and you can't treat them. I love using these boots whether I'm riding beginner novice or advanced. They really fit my horse's legs fantastically. They stay up and never slip down. Joining us now on the Eventing Radio Show, live from the actual Concourse Complete Diarville bar, overlooking the magnificent arena whilst we watch dressage on a beautiful summer evening, is Barbara Delitakirk. Barbara, welcome to the Eventing Radio Show. Thank you, and welcome in Arville. Well, we are very, very happy to be here for leg three of the Event Rider Masters, and uh, it's all ready to kick off tomorrow. But of course, your show has uh, been already running. We've been having dressage today. Uh, so uh, tell uh, our listeners how many uh, classes of competition you have here. We have uh, four classes of competition. We have a one-star, two-star, a normal CIC three-star, and ERM series as well. And the pony, yes, exactly. And we, we also have the Belgian Championship of Ponies. Just so, now, running now. Indeed, we are we are overlooking the uh, the, the ponies uh, doing their dressage. So uh, it's a very very and this is the national championship for the ponies, is it? Yes, exactly, national championship. So uh, lots of uh, young pony riders, very excited to be here in amongst all the ERM stars. And and opposite me here at the bar is is one of those ERM stars, Liz. Uh, I don't have to say welcome to you because <laughs> you're part of the furniture. But uh, what do you think about uh, um, uh, Arville? Well, I have to say, Paul, it's pretty cool that we're standing out here doing our show. Normally, we're talking to each other on Skype, but here we all are. <laughs> um, and it's an amazing venue. I've, I've never been to Arville before. Um, I brought four horses here in three different classes just to make sure that I stay busy. And um, so far, I've, I've had a really great time. This is a really incredible venue, isn't it? Absolutely amazing venue. And uh, we are very lucky that uh, Barbara is so welcoming to us and, and allows us on her beautiful estate and uh, tell us if there is a, a castle here for our listeners. They're not going to see it, but they might get online and watch. And they're going to see your beautiful castle, which uh, how, how many years old is that? Do we know? It's a Yes, 400 years. It was uh, 1616. And wow. uh, it, was, it is in the family since, this, since the beginning. And... Uh, so yes, it's. Uh, I agree with you. It's very nice place, and we. I'm very lucky to 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 live here. I am very jealous of you living here. <laughs> yes, indeed, you are very lucky. <laughs> it's a very very beautiful castle, and totally amazing that it uh, has been in your family right from the start. So tell us, this weekend is most importantly all about the ERM three star. It is leg three. Um, is this the first year that Arville has hosted uh, an ERM? Yes, absolutely. And we are very, very happy and very proud to host the ERM here because it, it, it brings us a lot of stars from the eventing. And uh, for us, it's amazing. Just thank you for that. <laughs> <laughs> yes, there are plenty of stars here. We've got Michael Young. We've got Chris Burton. We've got Janelle Price, who's on fire at the moment. Uh, we've got who else have we got? Who's, who's your competitors? Have you sussed out the field, Liz? Uh, well, obviously, Gemma Tattersall, uh, last year's uh, overall champion of the ERM. She's here as well with her lovely mare, Chico Bella P. Uh, we've got Laura Collett, fresh off of a second place at Le Moulin CCI four-star. There's, 
there's so many good people in this leg, isn't there? It's really, really hot competition. I'm a little bit nervous to be following, uh, you know, Thomas Carlyle on Upsilon into the dressage tomorrow. That's a, that's a tough act to follow. So, Barbara, who is your favorite to win the ERM class? My favorite? Oh. Yes, maybe Mickey, yes. But it's always Mickey. No, yes. Mickey Young. There we go. Barbara is putting her money on Michael Young to win the Event Rider Masters. Well, okay, we're, we're all putting our, our money on Michael Young to win and uh, having a, a very exciting uh, uh, venue here and a very strong cross-country. Your cross-country course looks spectacular, amazing, and very difficult. So yes. I'm sure all the riders will be very keen. You think it's a good course? Yes, I think it's a good course. But my, my son-in-law, Kai Stefan Meyer, he's, he's, the, he's taking care with that. And he, he did a very good job with Rudiger Schwartz. But I, I, am, I know that I have heard that maybe it can be difficult, but so exciting. <laughs> we will see. <laughs> Indeed, it does, it does look like an exciting course. Lots of hills and camber and lots of different questions. So... I think it will be a challenge all the way to the end, and uh, we are certainly all looking forward to it. So for all of our listeners who want to follow the action, they are obviously going to follow the Masters action on, on eventridermasters.tv. But to all of these other classes, the Belgian Pony Championships and the One Stars and Two Stars and the other Three Star, how, tell our listeners, uh, Barbara, how they follow the competition here on the website or on Facebook. Uh, they can follow on both. On the website, it's arville.be and uh, of our eventing Arville, that's our Facebook page. And also on Rechenstel, which is the calculation center, or je sais pas quoi, s'en fout. Yes, is it needed? Yes, okay. It's okay, on the results, okay. exactly. On the results page of Rechenstel. Perfect. Thank you very much for uh, joining us here on the radio show. You're welcome. But as you can see, it's not very my business to speak <laughs> on the radio, but uh, I've done my best. Well, we're happy to be here. Thank you very much for joining us. Oh, you're welcome. Joining us now on the Eventing Radio Show at our special, special show where we're here watching some of the pony dressage outside at the fabulous Arville Eventing Centre is Sarah Cohen back for another ERM appearance. Sarah, welcome to the Eventing Radio Show. Hi, thank you. Nice to be here. Well, you're back for another appearance here. You've been, last uh, time you were out with Treason was at Wiesbaden. Uh, of course, last year you were an ERM winner there. What are your expectations for here in our village? the first time we've had the ERM. What do you think about the course? Yeah, I think it's great. It's quite a tough track. Um... But, yeah, it's all, it's all to play for. Got to leave, try and leave the poles up this time. <laughs> I know, it is always so tough here, isn't it? And um, I think we're probably going to have quite a, quite a strong show jumping track here, don't you think? Yeah, definitely. It's a very strong field as well. So it's going to be very exciting. So uh, what do you think of this beautiful arena? We're sat here at the bar drinking a, 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 a non-alcoholic um, soft drink, of course, yeah, because we're elite-level athletes and all. Uh, and we're watching the Belgium National Pony Championship. Did you know that's what you're watching, Sarah? Yeah, of course I did, yeah. yeah. yeah you were on it. You 100% <laughs> knew what was going on there. And uh, getting some inspiration of the next ponies you're going to buy your kids, maybe? Uh, yeah, these are very smart little ponies. So um, I think mine might have a little bit of waiting to do. Well, yeah, exactly. There are some smart little ponies we're watching. But the, the ponies that we're doing, and we're about to go and do our, well, you're about to do your masters in the same ring there. So it's a, a beautiful, beautiful uh, uh, arena. So you, you think your horse is going to cope with the atmosphere here? Well, I hope so. Yeah, he had a bit of practice tonight. So, um, yeah, fingers crossed. I'm, I'm, I'm for PB tomorrow. 
And given that it is a, a beautiful sand arena, it's quite unique. They were actually allowed to work in the arena and, uh, you know, get that extra bit of arena familiarization and actually exercise them and school them in there. So that gives you a good advantage? Yeah, I'd usually say yes, but um, at Wiesbaden we had the same and then it didn't quite work out in the test. So <laughs> you never know what's going to happen. So we're going to say yes, but you never know. You're just hedging your bets there. Hey? Yeah, What's yeah, going on with that? What is, Liz is not hedging her bets. Liz, you're, I'm going to interview you now as a fellow, as a competitor, as a, as a competitor against Sarah here because you're in the master's class as well. What about your horse? Did you, did you like the arena and, and the arena familiarization option? Yeah, do you know, I normally wouldn't do arena familiarization with him because he's the world's laziest horse ever um, on the flat. But he actually got a bit spooky with me at Wiesbaden, and I thought, oh, my gosh, uh, what am I going to do with it now? Because <laughs> that never happened. So tonight I actually got in there, and I'm, it's a it's a rare sort of thing, isn't it, Sarah, to be able to ride in the rings. It's not something we ever really do in the U.S. It's not something we do here where you get inside the actual arena. It's, do you find it really makes much difference, or do you think when there's like 20 other horses around, it's quite different when the horses yeah. get out there on their own without their friends, isn't it? Yeah, it's quite tough when you're in there with about 20 others trying to get in, you know, trying to do some work in a 20 by 60 with 20 others. It's quite tough. Um, but it's quite nice to work in there. And if you just got to get your timing right in the familiarization within that hour slot, that everybody's sort of done their bit, gone, and then you can get in there quick. But I mean, yeah, I think it's quite nice to be able to do it. And it's a shame we can't do it in the UK a bit more in the three days. So tomorrow night, the dressage arenas will be cleared. And the show jumping course will be set up in this same beautiful all-weather sand arena. So the sand, the surface, is that going to make a difference to your show jumping record, uh, Sarah? You know, it is maybe your weak link or your horse's weak link, I should say. So is that going to help or hinder? Well, is it, it wasn't our weak link last year. We jumped quite a few clear rounds last year, but um, it didn't really work out of Wiesbaden. Um, but I'm saying, yep, this, the sand will help and he's going to jump a beautiful clear round tomorrow. There we go. Positivity at its best there from Sarah. She's definitely determined to leave the rails up tomorrow. Liz, you're going to leave the rails up no matter what surface you're on, yeah? <laughs> well, I hope so. That's the plan. But, I mean, certainly it does even things up a bit, doesn't it? When you get to jump on a surface, you know, there's always this thing in England when we jump on grass and what if it's been raining or whatever and the people who go second could be in a far advantage from those who go 42nd if it's a complete bog so at least we're all on an even playing field which is a good thing and um, but i do think a lot of the course designers build it that little bit bigger when it's on the surface a little bit bigger a little bit more square so we'll see what we get tomorrow indeed uh you certainly will have a nice big track here and the cross-country course is super big and super tough now sarah i think uh there might be a couple of little jumps you're worried about or just concerned about or are you going to just fly around that as, as well what do you reckon tell us tell our listeners which jumps they should be looking out for on the live stream when they're watching well there's quite a few technical fences out there um fourth fence is quite tough on the angle it's on um you've got a choice between four and five or no three and four strides and then there's uh I can't remember what pitch it is, but there's the water. It's quite tough. I think it's quite a short distance, and it's going to be quite interesting to see that. And um, there's the big bush fence to a corner to a skinny, which rides on a four or five. I'll be going on the four, I hope, and um, just keep going. Try and get into that rhythm again and just keep keep kicking. And the time is always tight at these uh, CIC three stars and the Masters. What do you reckon about the time now that you've walked the course? Yeah, I think it's going to be tight because it, it is quite twisty. Um, but, yeah, you just got to go for it. And in the Masters, you know, it's all to go for. 
Well, as we said before, we're sat here at the bar and we're now encroaching on Sarah's uh, dietary uh, elite level <laughs> athlete diet uh, that's just come out. So her steak and chips has arrived whilst she's watching the Pony Championship. So we should leave Sarah uh, in peace uh, to uh, enjoy her meal while she uh, watches the, the dressage here at, 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 at Arville. The Eventing Riders Association of North America is the collective voice of riders, equine professionals, and owners in pursuit of enhancing the growing sport of eventing in North America. In cooperation with our members, governing bodies, related committees, and organizers, ERA of NA works to improve the overall welfare, safety, visibility, and growth of the sport. ERA of NA, your voice matters for the sport of eventing. Jump in and engage by becoming a member today. Find them online at www.eraofna.com. So there's one of the favorite topics of conversation is how we move our event horses around the world. We've got Clark Johnson all the way from New Zealand uh, here competing at Starville. He's come over for his preparations for the World Equestrian Games. So um, he's been flying horses around the world. We've also got uh, a vast number of Australian riders coming over. Um, Christine Bates has just landed and is uh, basing herself with Nicholson. Uh, who else have we got? We've got Rob Palm come over. Um, and uh, I think there's some others. A whole I can't... bunch of Chinese as there's, well that uh, have just yeah. come over, I think. Yeah, exactly. We've got a bunch of Ivan Island. Got a lot of, lot of uh, Chinese, Japanese, loads of nations here. Yeah, so there's uh, horses flying all around the world and uh, driving all the way around the world, uh, getting on and off ferries, on and off trains, and all that sort of thing. Now, you've done a bit of this yourself because you've gone uh, recently, to, you know, your travels from America back to the UK, over to Germany. You were in Germany last week, and then this week, Belgium, probably back into the UK in between that. So, um, yeah, are you still, still in one piece? Uh, are you, <laughs> you know, you've been, been driving all of those hours yourself, Liz, or just, uh, you know, tell us a little bit about some of the miles you've been doing recently. Well, I'm very lucky that my head groom, uh, Gemma Jalinska, does a lot of the driving as well. Thank goodness, because it is a long way to the moon. I've never been there before, but wow. Our drive home, I think, was 17 hours. We left at 2.30 in the afternoon, got home at 6 o'clock in the morning, rode six horses, and then rode them all again the next day, and then packed up and left at 2.30 in the morning for Arville. Arrived, you know, whatever o'clock we arrived. Yeah, here we are. So, yeah, it's been a bit crazy, but it's one of the fun things about living um, in England, I think, is living next to Europe, that you can just jump on the boat or the train and, and travel across. And we're very lucky that our base is in the southeast. So we're about two hours away from the port of Dover. And you've got that choice then to get on the Euro Tunnel if you're registered with your lorry or the ferry. And it's kind of fun, isn't it? Come on. And we all love that. You know, you get in there, suddenly you come off the other side, and you're on the other side of the road and away you go and <laughs> traveling through various different countries. And it's it's great. I love that part about being based in Europe. Yeah. And, uh, you know, you had mentioned there the train or the ferry. So we're talking about the, the Dover-Calais crossing or the uh, the English Channel crossing. And, of course, there is the option that you can go on the train or you can go uh, on the ferry. Now, you know, most people won't necessarily understand, unless they've done it themselves, they won't really understand what we're talking about. But mm. the, you've got your big horse truck and uh, you drive. So if you're going on the, the Euro tunnel, you don't actually drive through the tunnel under the channel, but you drive onto a train. So you drive your truck onto a train 
and they close up all the side doors of the train as you've, after you've driven on, and they drive a heap of cars on there as well. They park them all up, and uh, th- that's it. It's, it's just this massive, big, hollow shell. Very cozy. Uh, yeah, it's very cozy. <laughs> you're, you're up close and personal with the car and the truck in front and the, and the side walls of the train, and you sit there for an hour in your car, or you can get out and have a little cozy wander up and down, but there's nothing to see other than other cars. And uh, that's it. You zoom along in this train under the uh, the ocean uh, to get to the other side of the English Channel where you drive off the train and you're on the wrong side of the road or the other side of the road, whichever country you happen to be in, and you drive, keep driving to your destination. So that's probably the quickest way, but it is probably the most expensive way. So are you, are you a train person or are you a ferry person? You know, we did the train with uh, De Niro Z going to Le Moulin and back because it's a really long trip. Obviously, he was going for his first four star. Um, you know, we wanted him to spend the least amount of time under pressure as, as possible. But um, on this this trip and most trips, we would come on the ferry, which we did this time around. And, you know, come on, there's something good about arriving at the ferry at five o'clock in the morning. You get on and go into the Route Masters, which is the sort of cheap and cheerful where you can have sort of egg on toast and all sorts of stuff with all the other truck drivers, which seems pretty amazing at about 5 a.m. when you've been driving already. So, yeah, and then you're on the ferry for about an hour and a half and pop off on the other side. But, hey, you get duty-free shopping. There's all kinds of things you can do there. It's a little bit more glamorous than yeah, the Yeah, the, the, the ferry is definitely a little bit more entertaining, although it's a lot longer, like you say. You know, that's why you, you, you did the, uh, the train before, uh, to get there quicker or to leave it shorter, so less stress on the horse. And then obviously it's a lot smoother on the train as well, so definitely less uh, st- physically stressful on the horses to go on the train. Uh, but the ferry has its advantages. You know, it's you can go down and check the horses, and they, they still stay in the box, uh, in the in the horse truck, but the, the people can get up and get out and move around and go up into the bars and go up into the movie cinemas and in the longer ferries when we go to the south of France, you can... You have a bed and you go into the hotel room and so all of these wonderful things you can do are so, so much uh, more fun uh, than, than just sitting in the nice, cozy little train. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, you still end up on the other side. Uh, or or duty-free shopping, of course, yeah. That's the well, important thing, wasn't it? Yeah, very so important. Really yeah. important <laughs> on the ferry. Uh, so very palatial ferries. Uh, but the poor old horses get to stay on, their, on, on the horse box the whole time or the horse truck, depending on what uh, country we're talking about. Uh, and, uh, so they, they, but we, we get them off regularly, you know, so you yeah. going to the mill and you probably would have stopped a few times on the side of the road to get them off and let them have a little graze. Yeah, we did. It's always a bit tricky with that particular horse because he, uh, can be a bit of a naughty boy when you <laughs> lead him around. So we had to choose our locations strategically. Uh, it was easier to get him off on the way home, funnily enough, than it was on the way there. <laughs> it was a little bit more tired, but, um, yeah, it, it works out well and, it's great to have the lorries where you're sort of all connected so you can check the horses while you're traveling and it's not something we're used to in the united states where most people have a, a truck and trailer at least the big horse boxes the rigid boxes we have here you can climb back and check on the horses and give them water as you travel and make things a bit more efficient but um yeah it's just what you do get used to it <laughs> indeed it's all part of the fun of being a professional international eventing rider we we travel the world uh, for these fantastic competitions so uh but uh, i think enough from uh, you and i liz thank you very much for listening to the eventing radio show presented by eventing riders association of north america you can learn more about eventing riders association of north america at era of na.com
Find the links to today's guests and topics at eventingradio.com. Follow Eventing Radio on Facebook. Just search for the Eventing Radio Show. And we are on Twitter at Eventing Radio. Listen to Eventing Radio anytime, anywhere with the free Horse Radio Network app for iPhone and Android. Just go to your app store and search Horse Radio Network. You can also subscribe via iTunes. Thanks again to our title sponsor, Bit of Britain. I'm Liz Halliday-Sharp, and you can follow me on Facebook, Liz Halliday, on Twitter, at Liz Halliday, on Instagram, Liz Halliday-Sharp, and of course, on our website, hsventing.com. And I've been Tappers in your ears, and you can follow me on Facebook, Tapner Eventing Team, on Twitter at Tapner Eventing, on Instagram at Tapner Eventing, and on the website, tapnereventing.com. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.